0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com.
1: Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love.
0: From the short, from the short, uh, black, yeah, yeah. pink suits with hats to match, big crack a doll Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? Fly, this fly is where it's at. Windows tenant, seats for living clowns. Keep your hands on the burner, cause niggas know
1: fly, that it's more yo, what up, though? Shman J. Johnson, AKA, the 10 foil hat Titan. A.K.A. the conspiracy realist. A.K.A. the technology snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't run without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up?
2: What up, Don? It's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you' speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame, and his bitch all rise.
1: Yo, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast episode three hundred and fifty.
2: Fifty on Only you, hoes. Hose. You hoes for the
1: two, three. Yo, man, seven three. years. Six years, seven. We going on seven. It'd be seven, seven years. In June. Wow, uh, that's crazy. Um, for the dos tres,
2: is that how you say twenty three in Spanish? Veinte tres, ain't it? Yeah, veinte tres. Nigga, I took Spanish for three years in high school, I cannot
1: count to ten. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Can't do it. I can't. Once. Doce, 13, catorce. <laughs> you sound like you guessing. I can't remember what 15 was.
2: You're done. You're done. You know I took Spanish in high school? I do not know. Okay, so me and my, like, our family, we took a trip down to, like, Disney World when I was, like, in ninth, ninth grade. And, man, this little Mexican chick walk up to me speaking it. All fluid was looking good. Had that long flowing hair down her ass. Was smiling and cheesing at a nigga, and I just was like shaking my head, like I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're saying, baby. And I probably let some, you know, let a good time walk away from me at, at 14 years old. So I'm I was sure like, you, I gotta take Spanish. You
1: had no idea what kind of time that was.
2: <laughs> she could have probably been trying to get me to smoke with cocaine for all I know, but. She was pretty, she was speaking Spanish, and I couldn't talk none of it back. So, I said, I'm taking Spanish when I go back to school, and I just wasted three years. I think I did Spanish and French. You some of that Coke. Yeah,
1: I think I did Spanish and French. Because one of y'all
2: niggas drank my lemonade. Who was one of y'all niggas? I don't know. It's either you or Anthony drank my lemonade. No. <laughs> I left lemonade in the fridge, and when I went back last week, it wasn't there. Somebody drank it. I'm fairly sure I drank that shit that same night
1: when James was here.
2: Oh, well. <laughs>
1: then you or Anthony drank my lemonade, nigga. No, but I don't think you did. I'm saying I, there was nothing left in the fridge is what I'm saying. Unless somebody broke in this motherfucking drink. I it. put it in the fridge myself. It wasn't there when I opened <laughs> up the
2: fridge. Or, or maybe it's still there and I just did like a half-assed job
1: of looking <laughs> in the fridge, which isn't beyond me, but neither here nor there. Uh, any event, how was your uh, New Year's and how was your week, my brother?
2: First week of the year, down packed, I survived. New Year's was uh, good, man. I, I went to the house of the Lord, like I said. Got me a real good- Did p- you say that? I said I was going to go to church. and then you I, said
1: something else in the group. Then grade. I was going to shoot
2: my gun in the, in the nah, air like a real nigga.
1: Nah, nah. No, I didn't. I didn't
2: <laughs> that didn't happen. Okay. That didn't happen. But I did say I was going to go to church, then shoot my gun in the air like a real nigga. So I did go to church. Did you should the,
1: change the- uh, the tents up on real nigga. Like a real nigga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah. Hey, I'm going with the A instead of the ER. But I went to church, got a real good message. Shout out to my church family. Uh,
1: it was. Yo, what was my dad on having us shoot the guns
2: on New Year's Eve? Having y'all shoot a 12 gauge.
1: Like, what? A I, 12 gauge. When I think back at that shit, like. You but know, we
2: kind of figured it out. Like, your dad was like 30 when y'all was like nine or 10. Like, he was still, he was still like a young man.
1: Yo, my dad was a wild nigga, though. I've heard may have been like uh you know, <laughs> I don't know how, how much I want to divulge, but I'll just say I heard a conversation between my uncle and my father that cement conversation that taught me how to get rid of certain items, and um, hey man. I also heard stories about uh my dad. He don't really put up with no shit. He not a he he you know he not like a. I'm about to yell and scream and make a a, a, a show of it. He's just going to leave and come back dangerous. Uh, and apparently the neighbors next door was having some party one night real loud. They had a the car parked in the driveway. In our no, driveway? They had a car, like, blocking the driveway. And uh, he went next door and told them, like, could y'all move? And uh, they said something to the effect of, hell no, I need to get the fuck on um, I'm only gonna ask nicely once. You know what my That's father. It. You know what my father did. I hope he shot the house up.
2: Mm-mm. He
1: went. He got in his, uh, his blue Nissan truck, put that bitch in reverse, and ma- and smashed that bitch out the driveway. I asked nicely the first time, and then they ran out the house and and moved that motherfucker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I I,
0: I, I, I asked nice. Nicely,
1: I act nice, and uh, that didn't happen. So this is what we. This is what time we on now. I I appreciate that approach. I told y'all about the time I saw my dad um, confront somebody that was running through our, 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 our backyard late at night with his pistol behind his hand. Had no idea nobody was watching. I'm peeking out the window. Oh, so this is how you act with nobody watching. It's one thing to be like, yeah, your tough, dad goes in
2: front of the cameras. You
1: know what I'm saying? But I was like, oh, okay.
2: Mr. Johnson don't fuck around. Mm-mm.
1: I think I understand where I, uh,
2: yeah. You know, I grew up and my dad always had a phrase (laughs) that that probably I lived to, to my detriment, but he always told me, you ain't got to take no shit off nobody. And he lived like that. But, you know, just going back to the first week, I went to church, good message. I went home, shot my gun off in the backyard. Then I went to bed. Mm. Happy new year. Happy new year. I did have like and shout out my best friend. I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, but she invited me over, uh, because she went to church, her, my godson, my nephew, they came to church with me. She made the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my fucking life. Mm. She made it like a, an amazing meal for us to eat before we went to church. But I will boldly say it's the best
1: mac and cheese i ever had in my life. Yo, it be like that sometimes. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You ever, not her specifically, you ever had some food made by somebody, you was like, yo, you made this shit? Like, so, I think of you in a different light now. In
2: in the last week, I had two home-cooked meals. My best friend made me a meal and this young lady I used to date I said something on Twitter about like, you know, I kill a whole African village for a home-cooked meal and she DM'd me. She was like, you don't have to do all that. Just come by on Sunday. And she had made another incredible meal and I don't fuck with black-eyed peas. Like, that's just not I don't care how you make it. I don't want it. But she made, like, she had already had, like, the styrofoam and all that shit packed up. And I saw the black-eyed peas on the stove, and I was like, I really don't want black-eyed peas. But she's like, already put it on your plate. So I said, all right, I mean, it is a free meal. You know, she was kind of. Some greens on there, too? Yeah, greens. Well, you
1: eat some greens and and black-eyed peas. It's like, for some reason, them two things together, fire. I,
2: I never eat them. I never eat them. Right. And, and, you know, I don't really believe in, like, my mom was, like, really believed in, like, tradition, super. I don't want to say superstitions. No, that's
1: what that shit is. If you don't make black-eyed peas on the first day and do this and do that.
2: I knew what we was having in my mama's house on New Year's Day. You know what All I'm saying? All the
1: fucked-up shit that had happened to black people since niggas been making black I would Shit, I would damn, I would hate to see what happened when we don't make black-eyed peas.
2: So, it was already on the plate. So, I got home. And I was I was tearing that shit apart because, like, this was the only—I'm going I'm to tell, like, some more on my week in a second. But that was, like, the like the next—it was another home-cooked meal. And in my line of business, I don't get a lot of home-cooked meals. I feel you. I, and, I, nigga, Them either. black-eyed peas <laughs> was so motherfucking good. Was so—that food— the, them two home cooked meals I had in the last week Was so motherfucking good
1: So you know I do think this is a thing Both them ladies deserve to be married It's not. It can't be scientifically proven But I know it's a thing If you make the food with love It tastes different It does so, when I
2: used to, like, in my old job, when we used to DoorDash food, like, and they asked for, like, special instructions, that's always my special instruction when I when I order food, make it with love, and I write it down in the comments, because it is different. Make it like you're making it for your mama.
1: Fam, it don't, I don't know how you, your relationship is with your mama. <laughs> make it but like you making it for but, me. But
2: you're I always it. put in the comments, like, when make I DoorDash shit, make it with love, please.
1: Listen, it just, it, it just it tastes different. different. They, it tastes different. It's either that or the prayer over the food make it taste. Di- it's I don't know. It's ghetto scientifically approved, but it's, that's good enough for me. You feel me? I
2: legit have been doing that shit for years. If I order some shit from Jimmy John's, to please move. make it with love.
1: I'm a, I'm gonna start using that.
2: I do it all the time, and I think it kind of like soften people up a little bit. Like I'm not coming with no bullshit. Yeah. Like just just like because I've been a young nigga in the kitchen before making food. I'm gonna say food. that shit
1: in the drive through. Right, I'm think, always extremely nice in the drive-through. I I thank them after they take my order <laughs> at the window. I mean, at the at the. I put on my humble voice in the drive. I'm like, hey, can I get a? It don't matter how bad, because sometimes you know it's gonna be a bad experience. I'm I'm nice anyway. Oh, I'll just get a number two with a medium. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Come around. Hey, how uh, you doing? Give them money. Hey, how you doing? Thanks a lot. Yeah. I'll be like. They be like.
2: <laughs> don't spit in it,
1: yo. You ever seen Super Troopers? Yeah, he's like, uh, let me get a number two. It's for a cop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what does that mean? Like, what you gonna spit in my food? No, don't spit in that cop's burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then got his food. He looked at was like, it don't look like spit. And nigga jumped over the counter. Yo, Super Troopers before uh before Superbad came out. That was the funniest movie I've ever seen.
2: First of all, Superbad is fucking hilarious. You cannot tell me one bad thing about Superbad. I want to put my dick in and around her mouth. Superbad is my shit. That's
1: where Jonah Hill came from. Yeah. But how about this? I went, what year was that? It was two extras ago. A yeah. long time ago. I did not know anything about that movie and I did not want to be there. I probably was beefing same, with my girl. Or something. Same. I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see it. I had no idea what. I'm like, what the fuck is? Why are we in this white ass movie? Super. I'm in that bitch. Arms folded, like pissed. And I'm
0: like,
1: <laughs> 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 I'm on that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> that was my
2: initial feeling. Like white teenagers. I don't want to see it. I don't want to <laughs> see it. Movie was
1: fucking hilarious. Two though. movies did that way. Same girl too. I was pissed. I had fuck is three hundred. I don't want to. I've never. I never seen a trailer for it. Didn't like. Why the fuck am I here? Like visibly pouting. Nigga,
2: by the end of three hundred, you thought you could take down a small country.
1: My nigga, <laughs> I was in that bitch literally hands on. I would look like fucking uh Big Baby Davis in that championship <laughs> picture, watching the fucking movie. You dog. you
2: literally thought you could take out a, a small country.
1: I mean, so listen, I think about this all the time. Way too much, Gerard. Is that his name, Gerard Depardieu? Gerard um, Butler.
2: (laughs) Um, There's a different nigga named Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, He's a different actor. But Gerard Butler let himself the fuck go after that shit. Man. Nigga said, fuck it.
1: I couldn't do that. Like, once I've seen that, I've watched it behind the scenes and how they got ready for that. They was doing special training. They have the muscles. Everybody want muscles need to be circular. Yeah. Not, like, square. It was... how can i do? no I, I probably got all those
2: i'm sure he still got he a lot probably if he's married he got his wife after that movie <laughs> i'm sure of it like he's an amazing actor though yeah, he law abiding citizen he killed
1: that shit man he does he, he has range yeah he does. i've seen him from like crazy comedy white boy movie to law abiding citizen to 300 to yeah. like
2: yeah, but that but I feel you. Like if I don't put in that level of work, nigga, this body gonna die with me.
1: Unless y'all need me to get fat for a role.
2: Yeah, I'm. <laughs> sign I'm, me up for all Marvel movies unless after that. I'm getting nigga. fat
1: for a role. I am not getting fat for a role. <laughs> you <laughs> feel me? It's not. It's not happening. Yeah. Um. Man. New Year's for me. Uh, I think my New Year's this year was very much like my last year. No, I was. I was woke this year though. Okay uh but i was sitting on the toilet and shit playing video games wasn't even using it you know how you go to the bathroom and then like sit down man i've been i've been finished with the bathroom (laughs) for like 45 minutes i'm playing games on my phone having to keep looking uh at the time oh shit it's it's about to be uh what game you play on your phone uh i'm Call of duty no fuck no um it's a Tetris-type game uh, called Block Blast. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I need something to stimulate my brain. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because
2: <laughs> I'll be on Call of Duty and Apex Legends.
1: I did just download- First-person shooters. Uh, I did just start playing live on there. It's okay. pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not live. I'm sorry.
2: I mean, they 2K. do got a li- lot. Uh, yeah, they do got 2K on the phones.
1: Yeah, I bought the Apple One Patrick, so it got, like, everything in there, the arcade now, so yeah. all them games is free, so okay. it is what it is. Bet yeah, first year the uh first first week of the new year. Um it's really not my new year yet until April the 16th. Till your birthday. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Now one of the young kids at work, he just turned things like, Young Kids. He just turned twenty five or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Or twenty-four. Uh his birthday is actually on January the first. Okay. So it's little it's legitimately a happy new year. Like this is yeah. a one year later. But our, our new year is...
2: Is your birthday, On our birthday. Yeah, I feel you. I feel So, you.
1: did you hear that in, like, somewhere in Korea, South Korea or some shit like that, I could have had a city wrong. Where they fight. No, 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 no. They just changed how old people were. <laughs> I saw that.
2: Everybody's <laughs> age was changed.
1: So, how they, how they dictate age is when you born, you won. And then when let's say January 1st rolls around, you're two. So two people can be, quote, unquote, two. And, like, if you born on December 30th, you one, and then January 2nd, you I mean, too. You're, you two. So everybody's age is roughly one and a half years off. One to two years off. Yeah, okay. but they just switched it, like, to some normal shit so people got younger, technically.
2: Okay, I'm not mad at that. Why would you do it differently, though?
1: i don't because we can <laughs> i guess just that because that, we can when you say happy new year it's i guess it's actually a new year like why would you what, what? is was
2: is there some reasoning behind it is it for like some type of not nah, tax
1: purposes or no nah, me personally i feel you should come out the womb nine months old or ten months old okay because that's how long you've been alive you feel me like you've been counting, so oh, I'm if, six months pregnant. So I'm what seven, if you what if you born premature? That's how. That's you how four many months born, old. Yeah, you you 22 weeks old. You whatever. I mean, whatever. How many weeks they tell you? I don't think you should just go back to zero when you born. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, me? We all need like a starting point. So in this particular case, you can have a birth date. You can celebrate the day that you were born, but technically, I'm. X amount of years old And those can be Two different things
2: I gotta do some more research I just need to know The reasoning behind that shit I just gotta
1: wherever the reason was They changed that
2: shit It's career. <laughs> yeah. That's our reason It's Korea uh, And it's but, so all y'all niggas And get in the army
1: I think that should be a thing After I spend 10 months Inside this motherfucker I don't wanna start off at zero We We've been counting You don't have no say so But yeah. we do I'm changing my age I identify as the time That I was created as And how does somebody Tell me I'm not I'm gonna go back nine and a half to ten months full term from April the sixteenth that'll put me Do you know that you were full term? I yes I do. Okay. And I know how many hours is um hours is my mom was in labor with me. Okay. Uh eighteen to me. That's exact. a long time. It is. Fucking around with your ass. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't wanna get up in the morning. It's a long
2: fucking time. But uh I remember my ex wife was in labor twenty six hours with the oldest. Oh, that's a lot. That's a day I was like why is this shit taking so long Like what does labor mean though She was in pain And I was walking around
1: the hospital Like does labor mean like As it starts moving through the canal Is that when you say oh you're in labor I know you don't come out the canal fully until I think they Quantified as like when you So like
2: there's contractions yeah, and then there's like oh shit this is a baby coming contractions because I always remember like my ex-wife was having like fake contractions my son was born on a Monday and I remember that Saturday there was like fake ass contractions and I went by to my mama house and I'm like ma I think she my mom was like nah these ain't it she's like when it's time you gonna know the difference so that next day that Sunday we went to the mall we walked around a lot and like They started being different. Still again, I called my mama. She was like, I can hear in the background. It's not time yet. That next day, though, like later that night, that next day, like, nigga, that shit was like, oh, (laughs) like she was shaking the house. I was like, oh, these,
1: these, the different ones. Thank God for making me a man. Amen. Because, I mean, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like being a man is not easy. Okay. Like, I just want to see where you're going with this. One. Well, statistically, you're you're more likely to die a violent death if you're a man. You're more likely to get murdered. You're more likely to be in prison. You're like you're more likely like there. Men are very dangerous creatures by default, and usually our violence happens to other men. Okay. Um, like the rate at which men and women are in prison. Like, it's a joke. Like, what is wrong with us? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for the most part, it's basically like women never go to prison, even though they do. But when you look at the the overwhelming majority of men throughout history who have been to prison, it's not even fucking close.
2: When we worked at Comcast, did you ever work at the office in the Plymouth office? Yeah. No, no, not the new one. The old one that was on Beck Road. No,
1: not on Beck Road.
2: Okay, because it, it was like adjacent to a female jail. mm and my ex-wife used to Jail work. Jail or prison? Prison. There's there's a woman's prison, or there was a women's prison out there during that time.
1: Okay, because I think there's only one now left in the state of Michigan.
2: And every now and again, sometimes I'll pop up on her and have lunch, you know, do some, you know. Who worked there? My ex-wife. She oh. used to work out there. So every now and again, I'll pop up on her. We have lunch. I remember I went out there one time, and they had the building, like, what they call it? Not quarantine, but they. Lockdown. Lockdown. Because some bitches had escaped and they were running through the parking lot in the jumpsuits, cuffed, running through the parking lot because they got out to the women's prison. And she was like, oh, it happens every so often. I
1: was like, it's dangerous as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I guess to other women, like women in jail probably feel dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Feel or is? Feel and possibly is. I'm sure there's like just the the sheer numbers of like stabbings and beatings and shit that happen in male men prison versus women prison. It's I'm not sure even close.
2: I'm sure they pale in comparison. What I'm sure there's a level of violence in a woman's prison. Yeah. I just don't want to.
1: Not as woman got licky cat now. Too bad. All right, so sad. So, no. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. <laughs> it's a more pleasurable experience for you, I'm sure, than a man getting his fucking livelihood. In, in alternative. an yeah, like, alternative at Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to have to. to you. take your virginity tonight, <laughs> big fella. Oh man, I can't even imagine, dog. Like, what are you gonna do? No one's coming to save you. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine, dog. I don't want to imagine. There's
2: yeah. a there's a subculture that, like, you know, I've been locked up in, like, county jail, but I ain't never been to prison. And there's a subculture that goes on in prison. I don't want to learn the
1: rules, too. Nope. Not built for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I am built for the zombie apocalypse prior to <laughs> versus the fucking... Uh,
2: the zombie apocalypse.
1: Uh, Louisiana State Prison. I don't know <laughs> if I could survive the Walking Dead. Oh, I'm killing. With no impunity. Like, I, I don't even, I don't think I would bat an eye. Everybody could die. I mean, at this point. You don't have that much ammo, Jay. I got a lot of ammo.
2: I, I, I understand that also you. I also have
1: crossbows. I also have bow and arrows. I have hatchets. Like, I'm saying, I brought nigga, my, fi- me and my dad matching hatchets for Christmas.
2: That's a nice gift. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse was to really happen, you could probably stall out for about a month. Maybe. Maybe. And then what? You you got to leave the house. Of it. You're going to run out of food. You're going to run out of water. You're going to have to get out and search. And then. <laughs>
1: shit might look I'll a little bit different. Bank, uh, I'll come across some more. Where,
2: bullets. nigga? Like. <laughs>
1: Who the. Nigga, this is Detroit. Everybody got a fucking gun. It's going to be a bunch of niggas barricaded. in. The, like. <laughs> so just how you said. Niggas got to come outside. And I'm more prepared outside. Okay. I'm prepared at night. Can you see me at night? I can see you at night. <laughs> can you see me at night from down the street? You cannot. Can I see you at night from down the street? Yes. You're glowing.
2: <laughs> so, like, it's different. You know, my nigga, it got to a point during the pandemic for me where I felt like, nigga, this shit really feel like the walking dead. Remember when niggas wasn't driving? Like, gas to like, really dip down fucking low. Like, nigga, I remember going days without seeing other people.
1: We, we talk about... I think on this pile we talked about like right now in just in general everybody is in the social contract. We all agree not to go crazy and Absolutely. just kill people. There's a fear of the police popping them even in the city of Detroit, right? Where niggas go wild, but everybody just don't kill each other all day every day because you know I don't want to go to jail.
2: There's some there's there's some still precipice of law and
1: order. Yeah. Once that is over when when we know for sure it's not coming Yo It's a wild place out here Should it get scary
2: real thick And like Real
1: quick At the very beginning of the pandemic Before we knew what was going on It got there Cause we just didn't know When they were saying the grocery store will close within three days Now we had no idea That shipments were gonna keep coming right Yeah That's why everybody ran and got toilet paper and all the other shit Cause we weren't sure so for a minute, you I had to sit down and think like, okay, a week from now, like what is going to happen? Are you okay with somebody trying to break inside of your home to take your resources? Like what? This is like the first time that you really had to, to really really think like, yo, shit could go awry. Yeah, you like we was at I was picking up food from Kroger, right? Um, you had to leave your groceries outside. Like we I our, we just didn't know. Yeah. So now do I have to stop people from coming in my house because you may get me sick and I die from some virus or something?
2: That was the first time I honestly looked at like my stockpile of ammunition. I was like, this ain't enough. This ain't like whatever I had, I was like, nah, this ain't gonna do it. Like I really looked at like my ammunition, the weapons I had, and I was like, nigga, if shit. Partially go dark, I,
1: I purchased a home. Because I was written a crib, but, like, what if they be like, yo, we need the crib, my nigga? I'm going to take you to court. Nigga, the courts is not working right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I needed something secure. You know,
2: the first time I visited your your new home, that's exactly what I thought when I pulled up. I said, like, this shit is made for, like, Jay to pick niggas off <laughs> from the driveway. From you know the dangerous <laughs> <my nigga. laughs> home, so, so tall people, fence outside, it's like... <laughs> you got to... you. It's like you got to drive... You don't get, like, just surprise visitors at your house. Like, mm-hmm. niggas got to know where they coming to, and you literally have to drive up to your door. There's not, not there's not like, a thing like, oh, I'm on your block, and I just pulled up in front. Nah, bitch, you got to drive up to where I'm at. The first time I pulled up to your house, I was like, this is very fucking strategic. Like, I just...
1: I, I know when someone's driving in to pull in my driveway, because the ring camera, I got it set up, where or- you can walk past the house; it's not gonna pull up. But once you get a certain point, I'm in my house. It's going ring, 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 yeah. ring. like okay, I see what's. And then my phone is on. Like all right, I can see what's going on. Yeah, like, it's real stri- All around the, the house, the bunker is real strategic. Front front yard, backyard, side fort bucket. Fort Johnson. And now that Omar's there, I got an extra line of defense. Yeah. You feel me? What if I miss it? He's not gonna. Be. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My kids just got that dog. Uh, you know, They just
2: moved to a new crib and their mama got, they have, or the family now has like a German Shepherd.
1: Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. What'd they name it? I don't know. That's her, her it's husband. a girl or a boy. Her husband
2: got the dog. I don't know. Piece shit. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Girl or boy? I think it's a boy. That's what's up. Bitch.
2: We got a real dog in my house. You still salty, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought this was amicable. Right? No, you know no, what I'm saying? Man, no, man. God bless them. I'm happy for them in their new crib and, and life. Better am play, play nice with that fucking dog somehow. Take the kids home or something. Like, hey, little man. Fucking German Shepherd's smart as shit, dog. Ain't smart enough to swallow this treat dripping antifreeze. How you going to get the treat to him? Oh, and now they
2: probably won't touch it. I don't get I don't get the feeling he's going to have that level of training. I just don't get that
1: feeling. Some of that shit innate. Because Umar ain't did no no training. Besides me, sit, stay. Yeah. saw all that shit. Fucking dogs just be smart, dog. No, some dogs are smart as fuck. Like dogs in general. I be thinking like, dog, what you be thinking? Like You probably can't stand my ass. <laughs> like, I know you be mad. You know, you, so like
2: for me, I, I still work from home. Yeah. So I'm with the dog all day long. Every day. And I mean, for the most part, I don't put him outside. Like he's in the house all day long. Like that nigga probably know, probably know me, my pattern, my my in and out, how I sound when I jiggle the keys. Like he know everything better than me.
1: Umar don't relax until about when it's like two o'clock in the morning. Like when it's time for him to go to sleep, like he'll go into the den and uh and he'll lay down. If I get up and walk to the bathroom or something, he'll just look at me. You know what I'm saying? Any other time, the second I move, he's running to me. What are you doing? Where are you going?
2: Huh? <laughs> ha! That, look, that's Logan. As soon as I get up, he's walking with me. And if I'm if I'm not just doing like I got an office area I work out of, he sleeps right in front of the office door. Like
0: yeah.
2: even if the kid, even like sometimes the kids, maybe they forget something. They in and out. Like that nigga is the line of defense between everything that come in the house. Yeah. Like he know they they just know. And you know
1: you 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 figure out his barks and shit. Like I know when he hears something or somebody, he's gonna. Hey, what, what the fuck is going on over here, nigga? Uh, anytime I had company, as soon as they hit the porch,
2: like they ain't got to say nothing, ain't nobody got to call me. I know that they there because he he got that different bark as soon as somebody on the porch. Be careful now, don't fall.
1: He got a he got like a certain bark where I think I heard something, and I'm just. Hey, fuck is going. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the warning bark. <laughs> yeah. So it be later, and I'm like, i be like, nigga, relax. You know what I'm saying? But I know when it's a when I got to get up and go look out the window or I I know when I when he bark I got to get up and look at my ring camera. I'm like what the fuck yeah. is going on, dog? I feel you. you know what I'm saying? So, even if he not about to be, I have no idea what he would do if he'd attack somebody or not. Everybody who comes to my home, they bring in, he's nice to. So, I have no idea if I'm not there and you just walk <laughs> you but like I just need you to... You never know what your dog is going to do until it's
2: time. So...
1: Unless my, you professionally train that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, so
2: my neighbor got this big-ass dog. I don't know what the fuck the dog is, but he he built, like, this six-foot gate to try and contain the dog in. Motherfucker, clear the gate whenever it got damn
1: well, please. Omar can get out whenever the fuck he wants. He doesn't even know that he can get out.
2: So, so the dog, clear the gate, and every time I take low out, like, our midday kind of walk... As soon as I close the front door, not even the storm door. As soon as I close the front door, I can hear the dog on the gate. I can hear this nigga climbing or clearing the gate. As soon as I close, now she appears to be friendly thus far, but I remember you one, know
1: what kind of dog it is. You remember that the I Can't think it's an Akita so? or something oh. like that. It's big and it's hairy. Yo, a fucking Akita. Them bitches is vicious. They are. That's like what like top ten like mean, evil, aggressive dogs, they on that list. The only reason I know why that dog exists is because of the, the OJ trial. trial. And that's why I knew what it was. So it's that. So I'm not really keen on... What a time. To, to grow <laughs> up in 95. <laughs> what if we had social media back there? What a time. Social media was um, the National Enquirer. Social media, scrolling the timeline was standing in fucking Farmer Jack looking at all the fucking... My grandma used to get the National Enquirers,
2: and she would always give them to me when she was done. Just trash, trash. Or were they? Maybe they weren't. <laughs> but that dog always scale that scale that fence. And lo, like the first time, so like she's gotten out, and I think she appears to be friendly. Now, as soon as I see her, I get to I carry a stick, you know, like a regular Detroit walking nigga <laughs> when you out with your dog. So like she stick carry a knife.
1: That I, stick ain't gonna do nothing. I should carry a gun. That too And just shoot the dog But I tell you what I always talk about I got a gun on me all the time But I 100% always got a knife on me I had a knife on me Since I was like I 9 don't even to 10 want, years old I don't old.
2: even want to get In that type
1: of close combat With a dog But you need it <laughs> Because if a motherfucker Got you Right <laughs> You're not about to Take your gun out While he got you and when he, While he's shaking your leg <laughs> But you can take This motherfucker knife And gut it and put that motherfucker In his gut Because like a You got a pit Yeah. When I've seen people beating a pit with bats and shit, it won't won't let go. go. Put this motherfucking knife in that gut. (laughs) That motherfucker go leather or slice that fucking throat. I mean (laughs) Now granted (laughs) I don't I mean, know if that's a decision I want to have to make, Jason. And it's not what I want to do. This is what you got to do to serve. So that's
2: what I kind of knew, like, my dog was willing. Like, I've had incidents where the dog has, like, definitely put his life on the line to protect me. Yeah. But I remember one time we was coming out the house. I hadn't quite put him on a leash yet. Like, we just in the middle of the door. And I saw the dog come across the street. And I just felt my dog brush past me. And low made sure, like, this nigga didn't come no further. Yeah. Keep him away. I just, Keep them away I'm not getting rid of the dog So <laughs> I was talking to somebody And they was like Well what if you live with a woman Like she was scared of dogs Would you get rid of them No sound like I'm gonna have to get a new
1: bitch A new woman Uh, But you would actually just Normalize the, the person with the dog Like so at this particular point If you can't accept dogs then I, I'm It's not the, gonna work It's like I'm not getting rid of the dog He lives here I've known him longer <laughs> than I've known you It's, a ch- it's my child it's my child I'm, He's not going nowhere Under no circumstances Especially like With this dog Now if I had a, a Large aggressive dog And I thought he was Literally gonna bite you Or some shit like that how do I fucking Expect you to come over here If you are definitely afraid My dog is really Gonna do something to you. I'll put him up You know what I'm saying That's the best I can give you I'll put him up while you're here This nigga don't wanna Do nothing but play He he, he loves all women He hasn't met a woman He hasn't loved yet. Yeah. I can't say the same thing About Logan uh, He's a little prickly but I
2: usually end up put him up because he won't stop. Like, look, nigga, they not here for you. You know what? One thing I do notice about dogs, they do kind of like adapt to your personality. They they are, you know, I'm I'm not like the most gentle and nice person to deal with, and neither is that nigga. Like, we do.
1: I cuss a lot, and I speak angrily. You know what I'm saying? Why you talk to the dog like that? Like, nigga, this how I talk in normal. I got I got in trouble at work this week for speaking angrily at a person or a customer. At a person. I like one of my one of my
2: employees. I got in trouble. I
1: did. I, I spoke angrily a couple times this week. You know, sometimes you got sometimes do that. not the delivery of everything just can't be nice because sometimes you gotta know, like, you you actually getting on my nerves? Stop, right stop. Because I'm a I'm a cool person. I'm a cool boss. I'm a cool whatever. I'm not micromanaging. I'm gonna give you all the, but like, hey, look, stop, stop and do some goddamn work. A couple times, one time, so somebody they sent a there's a remote device that. Handles different things, okay, and um, it's behind a television, and I'm trying to. I got a couple people to help me move this TV, and just like a group of them, like sitting there, laughing and joking and providing commentary. Oh, I don't think that's just straight. At one point, I was like, what y'all got to do? Like, y'all, I don't need a... <laughs> I said, get I got- <laughs> back to work! I said, I don't need no comments from the peanut gallery. I'm like, I turned to my father, like, instantly. <laughs> the peanut gallery? I'm like, y'all got nothing to do? Y'all like, niggas get back to fuck to work. What y'all doing? Uh, what- <laughs> Leave me alone, Okay. He basically told the niggas like Find some work Go find something to fucking do Cause I don't need you fucking Marv Alberting me <laughs> Trying to reach my fucking hand around a TV You know
2: what One of y'all niggas do it Cause I'm in charge One of y'all do it Now I'm delegating
1: But you know Usually if I If, if, if I uh, Exert a little force They be like alright Let me chill out Cause You ever abuse your power at work I do not Oh so sad And hey, now uh, again I do how many times would i like to because if i was able to manage how a person should but you i gotta like think about feelings and shit and like
2: oh weak ass shit
1: i mean unless we about to get rid of a new stat like i i gotta work with y'all next week and i gotta get y'all to do shit and you know what i'm saying because they can't hate you yeah they can't hate you they still gotta respect so listen I remember a long, long time ago. I think I was working in like Boston Market or some shit. Like, if you lose, if you win the argument, you lose the customer. And a nigga like myself, I like to be correct. If I'm correct, you need most times you need to know the. Need I'm to correct. know, okay. But at work and dealing with different situations, it can't be that way. Because if I prove to you that I'm right, you're gonna feel the way, and now you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to be because you're gonna feel embarrassed. So when you dealing with somebody, you're trying to sell somebody something and I, you and you make them feel like they less than, why am I, I buying something for you? I now? remember that in marriage
2: counseling. Do you want to be wrong? Do you want to be right? Or you wanna be happy? And sometimes you just make the choice to be happy.
1: Now what I what I what I dislike in relationships are when you make the decision to be happy, but somebody wants to continue the conversation. Like I'm trying, like in my brain. I'm trying to be the bigger person and not go there, right? Right. Because I already know how this can go. So, I would rather not are you know what? You got it. Or, eh, Sometimes that ain't enough, for
2: people.
1: Yeah, but no, we're going to finish. Co- I want to finish this conversation right now. But you're I don't right. want to wait.
2: I, but you're right, though.
1: You're right. You
2: won. And they see that like you, you in tech. Like, they find all other <laughs> shit. All other type of shit. But, like, you, you won, baby. That's not enough. Mm. Being right's not enough. Winning this argument is not enough You just want to argue me down Is that what it is
1: Because I don't have it Man this is a perfect segue actually uh, I'm going to share a story,
2: story time Matter of fact Jay? Nah I'm going to play this I'm
1: going to play this Then I'm going to share a story And then we can debrief Okay. I saw this video I saw that you liked the video So I know that you've seen it already Okay Um. But uh, I thought it was interesting And I'm like yo we can have a I'm sure we can have a good conversation uh, in regards to this. Let's do it. God damn it. As soon as I try to go, people sending me shit and move me right back to my other page. All right. Let's go in the shop talk.
0: All right. Here we go. And honest with you, I don't care why you masculine. I, don't care. I don't care what happened to you as am a three-year-old man. You got a daughter? No, because but you know, my point is this. My point is this. Right. You all wouldn't care if a mm-hmm. man came to you yes. feminine and said, my dad wasn't in my life. My mom didn't teach me this. You say, bro, you 38 years old. I don't want to deal with a feminine man that hasn't addressed his mm-hmm. issues. So for me, dealing with a woman that way, I'm going to tell you the same thing. I understand you had issues or whatever growing up and you had to be a certain way, but I'm not going to put up with it as far as trying to be in a relationship with you because you don't know how to be a feminine woman. So what's a feminine woman? What's your definition? A woman that that basks in her femininity. She knows how to be uh, submissive to a man. She knows how to speak life into a man. She knows how to nurture. She knows how to take care of a home and take care of kids. She knows how to be accountable. She knows how to be reasonable. She knows how to be understanding when she's dealing with a man and knows which battles to choose when she's dealing with like a man.
1: All right. So I'll play that not to have a conversation about femininity or masculinity um, to point out the point where he said, "Like I don't care why you're the way you are. And I'll, 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 I'll tell the story and then we'll have a conversation okay. about it. So um, I have moved in with this young woman. And I could have told this on the pod anyway before but we going to go it cuz it matches. And she called me at work and said, "Hey, I think somebody stole my car." I'm like, "Oh shit." She's like, "I'll call you back." She called me back about 20 minutes later I was like, "Don't worry, I found it." I'm like, "Found? Like what you mean you found it?" Turns out the car got repoed okay. You know what I'm saying? Um I was upset because one How'd you let this happen? Why wouldn't you say anything to me? Um, like, how did it get to this point? Right, like we just moved in together. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, this shit
2: been out of control for a second.
1: It's been out of control for a second. So I end up having to get the car to impound, pay off the whatever the past due joint. Like, I end up spending a lot more money on this particular day than I would have if you would have just told me that the you didn't have your car note for that particular month or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and this is when we had first moved in together. We have never had an argument at this time. Everything was perfect. But that made me look at this person differently. I didn't trust you. Um I didn't I didn't trust you to handle business. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I was under the impression you're an adult and blah blah blah. So we end up talking about it later and like, hey, uh I didn't ask, I didn't want to ask Uh I used to hear my mother asking for this or that or it was a whole Tribe
2: it shaped how I view things,
1: yeah, that's cool, but I don't care I care on a personal level on an interpersonal level when we trying to deal with stuff but like in the grand scheme of things in the right now moment I don't I don't it doesn't matter why you did it it happened and at what point do we at what point to whatever made you this way? Yo, that shit matter after a certain age. You had you have to take the responsibility Absolutely. of fixing that shit. Now, I can have issues with trust because the 17-year-old girl I was dating dumped me and now I think all women ain't shit and this and this and this. And I'm 40 years old going into a relationship with 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 issues. I'm not so much. I don't get a pass for doing somebody dirty because my past was fucked up. Right. And I think what he was saying in this... And I don't know that they, they caught it. They're like, do you have daughters? like, no, that's not the point. And I'm reading the comments on there. They're like, how do you want somebody to understand and you don't want to understand why they... That's not what I'm focused on. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter. When the person at Chick-fil-A, a bad example, get your order wrong, you mad at them. It
2: never happens at, <laughs> at God's
1: chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I waited for... Anyway... When you go to a fast food restaurant or any restaurant, and they take or they fuck up your order. You don't give a fuck if they parent just passed or they 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 just got left by their girlfriend or like you don't get you all you care about. You fucked up my order. I'm never going. That's why i don't, That's why I don't patronize businesses like this. Now,
2: that makes me think there is one business in particular. There's this Chinese food place that I love to go through. It's it's a little hole in the wall, but it's in. You know, and I remember I, and like on the weekends it'd be it'd be slapped. It'd be banging. And it's a real small spot. It's probably only 10 tables in there, but it'd be banging on the weekends. And I remember I went there one weekend, like the woman I was dating, it was like in her neighborhood, we would always go there and eat. And like, there was a new server that night. Now we've been going there for years. So we knew the family, we knew the servers, we knew this nigga that was serving was brand new. And like, he was, he was doing the worst job possible. Like, ever mm-hmm. like getting shit wrong bringing shit out late like it was it was just a fuck up and there's only like two waitresses out there and like he was like yo this is my first night I'm sorry and I honestly had a conversation with him like bro I'm the customer I don't care that it's your first night you understand like I'm not trying to be crass about the shit but like what you dealing with on the first night really ain't my problem I just want my food I was supposed to come Like my soup Shouldn't be cold My The rice shouldn't come Before my Like everything needs There's a system that that works here and this being your first night is not my problem I need you to take a deep breath pull that shit the fuck together now the next time when we came to this restaurant maybe it'd been like a month in between the last time nigga was running like a well-oiled machine but he he told us he's like I needed that night in order to get that kick in the ass so I knew what to do but to your point you get to a certain age as an adult where shit is not everybody else's problem. It's not the way that you were raised. It's not, I grew up without a mama, I grew up without a daddy, with no love in the house. I get that. We all got our backstory. We all got a super villain story. If There's a point was, in the story where you could have gone one or two ways.
1: If you was the only one with baggage, it would make I would understand. Right. But everybody got it. Everybody got problems. Nobody had a perfect life. The life that you thought somebody had that was perfect. It is not right. So,
2: and now it becomes a conscious decision. Do you want to do better or do you want to just wallow in? Like, well, this is how I grew up. I don't know how to change. If that's, if you don't want to change, then that's fine. Don't that's, that's, that's your prerogative. Just, just be what you are. But I don't, don't hit me with an excuse that like my mama used to hit me when I was little. So I don't know how to react to shit. You're, you're 41. Like, You made the choice now to like sit in that shit. If you want, I'm a huge proponent that if people want to change, they will change. It doesn't take some type of shining moment. There's been things and I just speak for me. There's been things in my life where I woke up one day. I can't do this shit not another day. I can't do it no more. This is not reflective of who I am at this point. This is not how I want to be viewed. Yeah. And I got to change. Now, what I can't do is make people immediately change their perception of me. That's a fact. Because if you've seen me one way for the last decade, just because I changed up the last two, three times you see me, you probably don't believe that the behavior is completely changed. But for me, change is when I know that there's something that I have to work on in myself, I understand I have to consistently work on it. And for me, that's, That's, that's my challenge. You know, I got to, I can't, I can't make you believe it in the first couple of times, but if it's important to me, I'm going to consistently work on it and work at making that change. But it it gets to a certain point in your life. You got to stop blaming other people, other circumstances. The, the person who's the problem it is, is the motherfucker that's staring back to you in the goddamn mirror and either you're going to change it or you're just going to be what you are.
1: I'm trying my goal for 2023 is to make it about my year about personal accountability because everything that happens or does not happen to me is, is 100% my control. Absolutely. And how I react to it is 100% my control. I'm not going to be perfect in this. You feel me? But like there are things, everybody acts the way they act for a reason. Yeah. Now when you do something because of whatever happened in your past I'm focusing on apologizing And not trying to give you an explanation of why I'm fucked up Because to a certain extent it don't matter Why I hurt your feelings Well, Let me not be the arbiter of what does and what doesn't matter But I'm not offering up an excuse okay, I did that's it
2: fair.
1: That's I fair. did it I'm sorry that I did it do I need to have a whole therapy session with you To explain why I made these bad decisions Because I do understand that they're bad decisions I need to be better at making those decisions Right Me telling you what happened Is basically gonna give me a pass in the future To keep fucking up Cause if you Oh shit I gave you the motherfucking excuse Now nah, I get at least three more times Cause I yeah. told you Nigga I got Man, that Problem, issues. yeah. You know what I mean So listen I'm sorry I fucked up I just gotta do better and that's, I gotta, I have to make an attempt to do better, and if I cannot do better, if I can't change the way things are, then I have to accept that whatever this is or whatever thing I'm trying to do, maybe it's not going to work because currently I'm not ready right now. Okay, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? And I got to take the L on that because sometimes you cannot be ready. You should be, but you yeah. cannot be ready for a blessing. Yeah. Oh, right? that's a bar. That's so a bar. I'm trying. I'm going. My attempt is to make myself ready. I want to be aligned for, for all blessings. my blessings. I want to be aligned for all of them, every Cause, last cause one. Because how can I be mad? You praying all, doing all the other shit, and you, 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 you mad? Because you don't have the blessings, and like my nigga, you're not even ready. Fuck what you do if I dropped out and gave you a million dollar business loan or mm-hmm. a grant. Grant, what would you do? To turn a profit in such
2: and such. Are you ready? And uh, that was part of the message on on New Year's. Like, it's not just what you. Yeah, I can pray for a wife. Lord, bring me a wife. I want to get married. All right. He said it right in front of me. And I'm not. And I haven't done the work for myself to be able to receive and be a good husband. I'm just going to waste another woman's time, man. So you you beyond just doing the beyond just praying for the blessing or praying for what you want or anticipating what you want, you got to be ready because you made a good point. If I give you, you know, a lot of people feel like their issues can be resolved. Oh, if, if I just got my hands on 30 grand, I'd be straight. Well, no, you probably wouldn't because like you could be in a worse position. And then, like, I just look at 30 grand is not, like, a, a huge amount of money. Now, it probably seemed like a lot when you fucked up. But, like, if somebody just gave you $30,000, like, right now, you don't have no plan. Well, in six months, you're not going to have $30,000. And you're going to be back in the same shit that you was in.
1: Yo, this is an old uh, song we did years ago, PDPI, uh, Pity PD Pistols at the time. But I can't remember to do it on a hook. I'm seeing Lyle. Why wow, a lot of niggas getting popped quick because a dollar is a lot to a nigga who ain't got shit. $30,000 could li- change somebody's life. It could. $30,000 is more money than a, a lot of people make in the city of Detroit per year. It is. You feel me? Like, shit, $30,000 to change my life. <laughs> but crazy. When I say change my life, it's like, I think the people in the middle class is the ones who need to help the most. Okay. I agree. Because the people here in the middle class, like, we not fucked up, but it's always a fear, nigga. Uh, Six bad months, three bad months, two bad months, it's like, yo, shit can be really fucked up. But when you help them people get into a position where they can go through a year of rough patch and they they cool, you kind of, like, eliminate half of the people. Like, the people in the middle class can can go through a bad year and be fucked up and be quote unquote poor. But if you help the middle class people, the real middle class, I'm not talking about the $275,000 an hour, quote unquote, middle class, the, 40, the $45,000 a year middle class. Yeah. Like when you help these people and put them in a position where six months of hard time will not knock them out of life, yeah. then you can possibly go focus on the other people and bring them up. But if you always want to bring up the box, it's easier to get somebody from a C-minus to a B-plus than to get somebody from an F to what? a B-plus. Nigga, what? You know what I'm saying? Hell, yeah. I'm spinning my wheels. You got your Like at, at work, you got top performers, you got low performers, you got your middle of the pack, people. Spend your time on the middle of the pack. Keep your top performers your top performers. They already right?
2: motivated. They know what to do.
1: But- it's less energy for me to get you. All right, put it like this. I got to put it in nigga terms. You got a nigga on the bottom of the bench averaging 12 points a game. No, eight points a game. And you got somebody who averages 17 points a game. Who you think can get to 30 points a game quick, Mark? <laughs> <You laughs> if I, I get that nigga mean? a little bit more time he in makes, the rotation. He makes six more shots a game. He at 30. He's yeah. at 30 points. Okay, like. I can if so to make 6 more shots I got to give him the ball 18 times.
2: I think I think I saw it and I might be a little bit off on the math, but like I remember like a sales coach saying like the difference between a 200 hitter in baseball and a 300 hitter in baseball is like two more hits per week. Yeah. Like and in the grand scheme
1: of things that doesn't seem like a lot, but like it's easier to think about how hard baseball is. Where if you get a hit 3 times out of 10, you're the best. Yeah. That's like a really good average. If you hit, you batting 300, that means nigga, out of 10 times you hit that bitch 3 times. It's pretty good. And you're the best at and, 300 and you'll make a lot of fucking money at 300. Yo, baseball is difficult. It is. Hitting yep. a hitting a hitting a, fa, hitting a baseball got to be one of the more difficult things other than hitting a home hole in one. That motherfucker traveling fast as hell. And you have no idea where it's going. And and that and that Split fraction of a second, you got to decide where the fuck is this bat gonna go before he even throws it. Really, you got to start swinging the bat before he. Why he's still winding up? You swinging the bat and you feel like, all right, where where am I? Where am I? Shit, crazy. It's Fucking crazy. Shit, crazy. Other than hitting a whole one, you standing at one location and they hitting a hitting a white ball five hundred
0: and fifty
1: feet. feet inside of a little cup hole. Like, come on, my nigga. It's a skill But that's why the motherfuckers
2: Get paid a lot of money A lot of money
1: I watched a video of Steph Curry uh, Shooting free throw Mm -hmm. Back up Shot Back up Back up Back up Then this nigga was at the other end of the floor Hurling basketball He hit like five of these bitches in a row Full court Like I don't understand it This nigga is a mutant He has some sort of mutant power that will allow him to throw a basketball the entire – forget the entire length of the court. He is down there at the stands on a rack just tossing them bitches five in a row.
2: I saw the funny quote by that nigga on the Knuckleheads podcast. He's like, oh, "Like, stop tagging me in posts like where kids be shooting from half court talking about I ruined the game. He said, I never told people to start taking them <laughs> shots. That's my game. I never
1: told people to start duplicating what I do. I make my shots. <laughs> right. I, I shoot a higher percentage at three-point than you do at two, and dunks count for two. <laughs> <He was>
2: like, <laughs> like, I never told people to start shooting from 30 feet out. He was like, that's my game.
1: We do not understand how great Steph Curry is. I
2: don't think people appreciate it. And we His won't. level
1: of school. We won't until he's done. You know, this week, I, I, I may have come to the realization that these basketball players could be the best basketball players of all time speaking in general not individual people cuz they basically this week was like you know somebody Donovan uh dropped 71, 71 Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 and then like uh uh my man from the bucks dropped like 55 56 Giannis. Giannis like there's been a ridiculous amount of high point high scoring games LeBron is still dropping 40 points at 38 years old that's cool I I'm, that's that's amazing but like I'm not like blown away. Like Vince Carter played 20 years. You feel me? They like they acting like a nigga that's never played 20 years. But what I'm saying is, they've perfected basketball. I mean, it's the same game, right? Like at some point we can we figured this shit out. I figured out the mathematics, the physics of it. We shoot more three pointers. They've taken it to another. They've taken it to the next level of the score. Now they like is the defense that bad and everything? And we shoot more three pointers. That means for every two I shoot was three for you. The defense isn't that bad. The sport hasn't
2: changed. It's just like these niggas have really commandeered their
1: skill. I'm pulling up damn near at half court and shooting. Like, how do you guard that? Like, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry. Dame is my nigga. (laughs) Like, there's certain people – you legitimately have to pick them up the second they cross half court.
2: But but here's but here's the thing: if you if you pick them up too early, they can still blow past you. Yes. And if you and don't not, pick them up
1: early enough, they'll just shoot. And if that they bitch. blow past you. They shooting, or they'll they'll pump fake, and now you get the foul, and they get the three. So you three know that,
2: you know this young nigga they talking about going to be the number one pick, Victor, all them mm-hmm. depot or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that nigga be shooting like floating threes, the nigga like off
1: of one foot. Like that's going. Like if he consistently makes that shot, they said this is the best basketball prospect of all time, even better than LeBron James. He may change the game, and the Pistons could get him.
2: No, don't, don't, don't. He gonna make. He gonna make me. He gonna make me. You know, if I, we lose
1: I, enough games, we could, we could get him. I, <laughs>
2: I want it so bad for my. That's city.
1: what everybody doing right now. Now I think we should have kept Bo Bo.
2: We couldn't he couldn't pass the physical. We should have figured it out. Cause <laughs> he, he
1: he never stopped playing basketball. He passed it somewhere else. Yeah, he he definitely in Orlando <laughs> balling. So like he passed the physical. Like we should have figured he it didn't out. Fa- he didn't pass the pistons. We physical. gotta figure it out.
2: <laughs> but if we can get Victor, we don't need ball.
1: I mean, we just had like the number two pick and a number one pick, and then we get another number one. Like, at some point, we gotta start winning. I mean that that'll help us win. Ball, what ball ball what our draft pick doing to this this year. Okay, hurt. He done for the season. I ain't talking about Kate. I'm talking about the number two draft pick that we had this week this year. Uh, Jalen Dern, He put, he put
2: up he put Jaylen up with the Ivy. Jaden Ivy. Oh, you right? Cause he it was him then Jalen Duren. I don't know. I mean, nigga young. I don't know. I don't expect much from him this year.
1: That nigga's a high pick. They uh, was telling they was he is uh, John ja Morant Junior. I mean, I don't expect. And it still took Ja like
2: three seasons to become like the nah. Ja he is right now. Did you see that nigga punch that seventeen? Allegedly punched a seventeen-year-old kid at his house.
1: No, I heard somebody saying something about it, but
2: no, I did not. Yeah, the kid is suing the nigga. But like, why is Ja
1: playing pickup ball at his crib? And I
2: don't. If I'm investing in a in an NBA player like nigga, I don't you want you playing. Tw-
1: What'd you sue me for? For punching him. No, but what like is that emotional distress? Because that's not a suitable offense. That's a fire. I mean, that's a you can call the police and get me arrested offense. Like, how much money is a punch worth? Are you having nightmares or some shit? Like, how, why do I need to get you money? It's, it's probably Are you worth, injured? It's probably worth two hundred k. Are you injured? My ego is injured, nigga. You put the video on the internet. I can't chew I food. Didn't. I can't chew food the same. Nah, I'm I'm, getting, I'm kicking you out of my court. I don't owe you money. He don't owe you no fucking money. Do you want to press charges against him and get him and get him put in jail? Cause it's not it's not a money thing. It's a, it is definitely a money grab, my nigga. Yeah, I'm saying, but like some shit don't either go to go to court. All right, How much is a punch worth? It's not worth shit. I think I say it's worth a quarter of a mil. Did I did did you incur did I incur some physical damage? Yes. Which is
2: I ruptured my eye socket. Did he?
1: That's what I'm gonna tell the court. I don't know, but nigga, you gotta produce paperwork.
2: You don't think I can get a doctor in on that shit? No, I would look at them doctor records. Like where this, where the X-ray? I got a doctor right now and give you a letter for FMLA for anything,
1: anything. Okay, now put that shit in front of your HR representative. (laughs) That that nigga, that shit ain't. He routinely gets niggas off of work. That nigga, that shit ain't passing. Go go see my nigga. Go see my nigga
2: West. He'll get you off. Okay. You can call him by his first name. That doctor shit don't matter. Go see my nigga Wes. He'll get you off. Put
1: that shit in front of Judge Vonda. (laughs) 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 See
2: how that shit works. Judge Vonda's scary. I don't want to be in her courtroom.
1: She retired.
2: She She on TV. Yeah, she yeah. She on TV. Uh, Remember they was following her ass around when she wasn't at work? My your fucking business. <laughs> my your fucking business, boy. She wasn't never. I got PTO. She... <laughs> Fuck on. Nah, she was clocking. She was filling her time sheet out like she was there. She be they found out all type of other shit. Damn. I think that just comes with being salary. I mean I be clocked in at work and I'd be a lot of other places.
1: What's up, as long as my
2: work get done, don't nobody say shit about shit.
1: Man I'm not salary. It's my only management job I, I ain't been what? salary. I love it. Love it. You get I, overtime? Yes. Fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. Like you wanna be? You wanna be a stormer? No, I do not. <laughs> I do not want to go salary. I was so fucking happy because I was so fucking happy when I found out I was salary. <sighs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Give me my, give me my overtime and my commission. <laughs> Must be
2: nice, nigga.
1: <laughs> oh, you want me to log in for a meeting? I throw my hours in. <laughs> I log in from Teams from home. Sure.
2: Fuck it. I had to work the holiday. I worked like one to five on a holiday. My reps was getting triple time. You know what I got? A flex day.
1: I got double time (laughs) and a half. Fuck you. You feel me? Fuck you. I worked New Year's Eve. I did not know. Yeah, I worked New Year's Eve, got up at five (laughs) o'clock. What shit (laughs) popping? That shit popping on New Year's Eve at no five o'clock. Must be nice, nigga. Hell yeah. Must be nice. Shit's fucking amazing all yeah,
2: right but like you are the way that you are Because that's what the fuck you want to be If you want to make a change in your life God
1: damn it make a change And and, and even if you don't want to be that It's not my fault Your story don't fucking matter You did that shit I don't care about
2: your villain backstories
1: You fucking ran my motherfucking vehicle I'm in a fucking car accident Oh this is my first time driving I was having a conversation I was screaming out, Motherfucker I can't get to work now I fucking get I'm on my last occurrence or some shit. Now it, don't, I'm fired. it don't matter why you this way.
2: Cause your job don't give no
1: fuck. It don't matter to everybody why you this way. I won't tell you it doesn't matter, because on an interpersonal level, it matters. But to this situation, who the fuck cares? You did it.
2: The most dangerous game in the world is playing the attendance game with work. Because once you get on that next one to get in, once you on that final and that next one gonna take you over, it would be some basic shit. I put like car that. won't start up in the winter day.
1: If a person who is not drunk, who is not a distracted driver, who's not speeding, get into a car accident and the other person in the accident passes away, I don't always think. I rarely think that person should go to prison it wasn't an accident like i can see i'm doing 70 down to 35 my nigga you should you should understand that that was gonna happen okay you stopped at a stop sign and looked and a, a car was in your blind spot and you caused an accident you putting me in prison is the emotional response because a, a loved one is gone but what you think you teaching me a lesson you think I'm going to do that again? By not being able to drive for five to seven years is the lesson that they teach you. Like, ass. oh, I'm going to go to prison like, hey, you shouldn't miss your blind spot ever again. Yeah, duh, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm out for punishment for the sake of punishment. You know what I'm saying? You doing this as an emotional response, but not as how do we prevent this from happening response. It was a mistake. Now, if I'm drunk, if I'm, if I'm texting, I'm... So, did you see? It's a new
2: Tennessee law requiring drunk drivers to pay child support if a parent is killed
1: in an accident. Good job. I think that's I think that's inappropriate. You may not have to go to prison, but I don't care what was going on. This happened. You're responsible for it. Yeah, you took a father away or mother away. Show baby now. You have a response. You have a financial responsibility to fix this shit. I don't know that putting you in prison is gonna do anything because they still don't got that don't bring they, they loved one back and it don't fill a financial void. But my friend, you are gonna do your part.
2: That's a that's a huge part. So what I'm wondering, like child support is typically based off of time with the parent. So like now that daddy's gone,
1: like nigga, am I paying for this motherfucker like like until 18?
2: Yeah, but, like, what's the, based, form, what's the formula?
1: Based on how much you... Like, if you had a child that you was... <laughs> you had no custody of, you paying that money. Nigga. I think that's
2: reasonable. I, I think it's reasonable. Now, nah, it's... You know, everything is fucked up about it. If you kill somebody's parent, you take them away from their child, like, all oh, that's fucked up. Manslaughter?
1: Where... Because, like, people throw the word... So, here's a, here's, a, here's a perfect fucking example. Um, Joe Budden podcast clip came across YouTube... And they was talking about Alec Baldwin and how he needs to be charged with murder for the person. I think that's fucking stupid because he didn't murder anybody. Murder needs intent. Right. You think he woke up like, let me shoot uh, somebody in the background because like, why the fuck would I take a gun and shoot somebody on set in front of everybody? It ain't my fucking fault that my nigga. I work on this set. The the somebody passed me a gun and told me to shoot that bitch and I shot it and somebody died. That's not murder. You you feel me? Yeah, there wasn't no malicious intent behind it. Yeah, so. now maybe you should have double checked and rechecked and checked again. Even if that's not your in your subscription. Long story short, you took somebody away, right? You took somebody away, and you have enough resources. To take care of it. If they got a child, nigga, you paying child support. Nigga, drunk driver who killed
2: two, two Tennessee parents and injured their three children on Christmas Day. God damn. They have to pay child support under the new law. Good.
1: It's the least that you can do. You kill both them, you kill both them babies' parents. It's the least that you can do. And be perfectly honest, I don't know if I if that was me, I would not be mad at it. I mean, he's still going to jail. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. He, I mean. How he, the fuck am I going to pay you in jail? I don't know. Jay. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, putting Kwame in prison and saying you got to pay a million dollars worth of restitution. How the fuck am I going to make pay you a million dollars while I'm in prison?
2: Off them for books. 28 years.
1: Off them books. Books ain't guaranteed. No one's giving me. I can't even get. There's a limit that you can get. That they can see. I can't send a person a million dollars in commissary. Kwame said he paid that money off. What I'm saying is, when you I mean, put somebody I, I in jail saying. and say, now nah, you got to pay, how the fuck I'm going to pay you? I guess from your you, prison job. I don't, I don't know. You know. Who pay me
2: $0.14 cent a day? When people send you commissary, they send it to the kids. Like, you don't get nothing. Okay,
1: nobody sends me commissary then. Like, what I'm saying is, I guess, if you devise a system where you think restitution is important, then allow me to pay the restitution. But I you also be,
2: can't kill motherfuckers and be out on the street just because we need you to work.
1: Well, did I do it on purpose? You think I'm a I'm a menace to society? You think I'm about to 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 get in my car and vehiculally homicide multiple people? I've never done it before. I'm Sixty years old. I've never killed anybody in my vehicle I, before. I, I don't
2: I don't know where the where you you put the fine line in at, but I mean, you did kill two people. You probably got to go to jail.
1: If I can't prove any negligent intent. Like I said, fuck it, I'm going to sniff a lot of Coke and then get in the car and whatever happens, happens. I don't know that you, who are you Who are you serving or who are you helping other than the, the impacted family's emotions? Somebody going
2: to jail. That's all I know. Somebody going to jail.
1: Uh, Somebody going to jail. I mean, we know that. All right, Uh, what else? All right, check this out. <laughs> Have you heard this story? All right. A man legally changes gender to help win custody of his kids. Trans rights groups are now absolutely furious. (laughs) Um, So, um, a transgender rights group is up in arms after an Ecuadorian man changed his gender to help him win a custody battle for his kids. Renee Salinas Ramos. Ramos, duh, 47, told Ecuadorian news outlet um, that the laws in his country favor mothers over fathers when it comes to custody battles. Therefore, he decided to legally change his gender, which he showed proof of by displaying his ID that now lists his new gender as feminino. <laughs> Salinas uh, alleged that his daughters were living in an abusive environment with their mother and that he hasn't been able to see them in five months, according to the whatever, whatever. Long story short I'm a woman I need my kids And the court says The kids should be with the mother So this brought up an interesting conversation Okay Interesting point When people say When studies say That the child should be with the mother What does that mean? Because What is a woman? Come on Jay Cause men can be mothers too Correct Men can give birth Just as women uh, All women can't give birth So What exactly are you saying When you say that the mother the the, the the child Should be with the mother Are you trying to imply That a man cannot be a woman Are you tr- Like what does that mean are you saying the, the XY chromosome is somehow different than the XX chromosome and we are not all equal and this is not a, a social construct? Is gender real? Is sex real? Like, what, what does it mean for the courts to legitimately favor the woman over the man if man and woman is on a spectrum and they are the same and you can change from... From one to one This is where In the court system Things get really hairy No pun intended <laughs> <laughs> Is that a double Uncle Andre? <laughs> it's a double, a double Uncle Andre <laughs> <laughs> You saw what I did there <laughs> oh, oh man, man. <laughs> that is... That is fucking funny. And I don't know where my... But I don't don't know. It took me too long to find (laughs) the sound effects. Uh, That's interesting. Would you change your gender to get your children? I don't want to say on air
2: what I'm willing to do to get my children. Uh, Would I change my gender?
1: No. I'm not going to go that far. So there is something you wouldn't do for your children. I wouldn't go that route. But but what, what I'm saying, yes or no, would you change your gender for your children? No. Okay.
2: Okay. I would not change my gender, but I, I will just say clearly I will do things to their mother's life to make shit
1: very uncomfortable until I see my children. So you would take yourself away from your children by going to prison versus changing your gender and being Every with Every man
2: children. got a line, Jason. I mean, mine, mine just looks different. I would I would that's a, that's a cute saying I would pay bitches to beat her ass every fucking week to like see my kids. Like I would I would do things that were probably immoral and illegal no. until I see my children.
1: Now when I say change your gender, I don't mean change your physical appearance. I mean on your ID change your gender. You would go through all that versus just going downtown. Oh, that's all he did? He ain't get no he ain't get no, no, you, no they, flip no flip flop surgery? No. And you don't oh. and you don't have to in this country You don't have to anywhere in order to change your gender. It's what you identify as. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Well, fuck that. Yeah, call me Damonetta. Because I'm I'm trying to
1: figure (laughs) out, like, damn, this don't make no sense. No, no,
2: call me Damonetta. You can keep the same name. You can dress the same way. I'm their mama now. Did you watch the uh, Best Man? No, I'm not interested. Sorry. I'll, I saw the first Best Man like back in '99, and that was enough. I never saw the Best Man Holiday. I don't give a fuck about the Best Man Final
1: Chapters. I'm not interested. Well, there was a, there was a, there was an interesting thing on there, and um, spoiler alert, where Harper or Tate Diggs and Snell character get divorced, and she said, "I'm taking the baby to Ghana." Would you allow your child's mom to take the children to another continent? The bitch could move to Toledo,
2: you understand? She couldn't move to f- No, I don't want to say those words. She I wouldn't let her move to fucking Sandusky, Ohio with my kids.
1: Let alone across
2: the world. No. <laughs> no.
1: And then she was mad that he put he filed a petition for custody. Like you trying to take my kids? to it's gonna be Nas, t Boz, and robin in fucking ghana i had i had a situation
2: where she was gonna move to another like she wanted to move to another state we got a provision in the child care like in the in the courts so like she couldn't move more than 50 miles she's like well for a better opportunity you wouldn't lift it fuck you and your opportunity no no, or oh, how about this? Because it's always I'm gonna take the baby with me. I right, leave the kids with me, and you come in the summer and get them. Because Go pursue the, your opportunity
1: because that's an option. Go to Ghana and let me have the children.
2: Yeah, but it's so ungodly to think about, like just the the kids being with the dad. I was like, because the child needs to be with the mother. But what's a mother? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This gonna sound crass, but I don't give no fuck. Fuck you as a mother. You fucking failure. You fucking failure. You can't take what my What you kid. mean? That's just what I would... That's how I would talk to her. You fucking failure of a mother. You can't take my kids with you. How does she fail as a mother? In my eyes, you a failing ass bitch. You can't take my kids. I don't have no other reason except to talk to you like a $3 slut. You're not taking my kids. Okay. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's my only argument. That's my only fucking argument. You can't take the kids. Right, I don't well, care what you feel is a better opportunity for you and what you think is gonna be better. You know what's better Them having their family and their real support system, except you chasing a pipe dream of a life in a fucking other country.
1: That's a better that's that's a better response, day So so let me let me I really
2: want to know like let me get the real damn response. You were a failure here in America. Bitch, you're gonna go to Ghana and be an international failure. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: Fuck you. (laughs) International failure is the name of this episode. (laughs) International failure anthem. Okay, (laughs) You were a failure
2: here in the United States. You will cross overseas and be an international failure now. You're not taking my kids. That's fucking hilarious. I'm a fight tooth and nail. I don't never want my kids to grow up and be like, dad, why didn't you fight for us? Why didn't you try and keep us? Because they only going to get one side of the story in Ghana.
1: Cause, like in real life, you making me be an absentee father. Yeah, like I could. We live in New York City, and you want to move to Ghana.
2: What? So, so there's a guest that we want to ha- that I want to have on the show real soon, and I got to talk to you about figuring out a date. Shout out to the sandwich crew of my homeboy Cat. Cat told me that his son was in Alaska, and there was a paternity agreement that the months that he got the got his son. He'd have to go to Alaska and get him, and if she wanted the boy back, she'd have to come to Michigan and get him. And I'm like, dog, that sounds like a lot. And he was like, I took that 16 hour trip every year to Mm -hmm. pick up my child, and she took the 16 hour trip every year to come pick
1: him up. As long as both got to do it, I think that's as reasonable as you can get. Can't get no fair. Yeah, because like, why would I have like, why would either parent have to pay? To send the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, if you want them so bad, come get them. Fuck it. I'm going to come get them. Yeah. I'm going to drive them. And, and <laughs> he was but, and he
2: was like, the judge was like, if she don't come, you don't have to send them.
1: Like, every time, there was one, I hope this motherfucker ain't got the money this year. I hope this nigga running nigga, bad you, times. Nigga, you putting, the, you putting $200 aside every fucking month. Yeah, man.
2: Because that's two tickets. And I don't know what a round trip from here to Anchorage, Alaska costs, but I'm sure. I'm sure. Did you I'm, see that video about how it,
1: how it really is in Alaska? Where they was game banging in Alaska? A bunch of nigga shit. <laughs> like everybody want to prove how, how how tough and like you niggas are living like that because you want to be. My nigga, who is your option? Nigga, it's too cold.
2: That's that's funny because uh, a young man I kind of look at is like a nephew. He got the opportunity to work in Alaska for like four months. They're going to pay him a significant amount of money. He's here from Detroit. The, the company is going to send him out there to work. He worked for four months. On they sent him home for four months, and he go back. And he was like, he was like, you know, Alaska is not what people think it is. He's like, it's definitely projects and like. People think like Alaska's like some type of igloo of the earth. He was like, nah. Depending the, on where you at
1: in Alaska. Yeah.
2: He was like where they were stationed at. He was like they, they no, put he was like they put us in a nice ass apartment for four months. Like I just went to work and, and came there's no,
1: home. There's no reason for you to be gangbanging in Alaska. I promise you there's no reason. There's no reason for you to be gangbanging here. But like there's no reason for it. They they had their guns and shit in like, yo, nigga, y'all think it's like I don't think I don't think about Alaska, my nigga. No. No one cares if you're tough or not. I don't think I
2: need to put, put my footprint down in Alaska.
1: You could be the most dangerous person in the state of Alaska and don't nobody give a fuck. I, I promise you nobody gives a fuck. You're making niggas check in at Anchorage. Check in. No at, one, when you touch down in Alaska, you got to tap in. I'm not. Not because I think I'm like super gangster tough guy. I'm not, I, why? All I think is like if I'm in Alaska,
2: I'm there for a real. I'm there for a purpose. And I'm in and out. Like, this ain't going to be a long stay.
1: <sighs> it don't make no sense. Like, why do we, why we got to be this
2: way, dog? Niggas would be gangster everywhere, dog. I, I really be or thinking. want to be gangster I'd be like, everywhere. is this
1: something in our DNA to make us this dumb?
2: You, you remember when you said something like, men, like, we, we die more due to violent acts? Like, maybe it's just because, like, that's the innate nature that I have to show that I am the alpha male of this community.
1: But whites and other males in other communities don't die at the rate that black men die at, for sure. And when I was talking about the prisons, yes, it's definitely male, but it's more black males. Yes, prisons black males, are full of black men. Yeah, Like, why? I, this is rhetorical because I don't have an answer. Why are we... Why Why are we ultra-violent? Why, why are we this way? And you don't have to be. Because there's plenty of other black people who aren't this way. It's
2: black people that grow up outside of urban environments that just live like Regular lives They just Live in their Picket fence Picket fence houses And communities Go to work Raise families And don't worry about Gang banging in Anchorage You know man And then like When we meet those Black people We're like Where are you from What's wrong with you You ain't violent You ain't real You ain't real You ain't get it out
1: the mud Man I was talking to Oh I was talking to my cousins And my brother I was was So my brother house uh, I don't know it was that Day before New Year's Or some shit Talking to my cousin G and shit And we was talking about and We talk about this On the pod all the time How how gangster movies And shit Impacted people And taught people How to do shit Yeah You know what really did it dog The music That too Okay Banging a little rock <sighs> I remember watching that my shit My nigga I think That shit can be tracked And linked It taught niggas How to game bang. It taught niggas bloods and crips. It taught niggas how to stack. It taught you getting sexed in. You getting beat in. Like it now, I don't know that, that was the that was the the purpose, cause at the end of it shit, it always, yo, know, this nigga missing the arm and shit, cause yeah. he got shot up. But like it immediately after that, banging bloods and crips in the city. You know what I, I Snowfall
2: never touched on it. Like when uh Louie and them family took to rock out to Little Rock, yeah, and like we, I thought we were gonna see like the setup to what like because ba- it was just niggas from Cali went out to Little Rock just to set up shop, and I thought it was gonna show that aspect, and Snowfall never really touched on that, yeah. But like that was the precipice, like when when I've used that word twice, I gotta stop when <laughs> when the uh, when cocaine. Or when niggas started moving rock, like, they took it down to Little Rock, set up shop. They took their ways out
1: to Little Rock. And- Yo, shout out to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. A lot of rich culture in Atlanta. Yeah. I just want to say this, and I don't want to start no shit, but I'm going to start some shit. Atlanta, you are as cool as you are because of Detroit culture.
2: I think that's fact. There's so many Detroit motherfuckers in Atlanta.
1: Because of BMF. Rappers wanted to be like the street niggas. The street niggas that y'all wanted to be like came from Detroit. When Meach went down to Atlanta early and started B- well, started another wing of BMF. Did you know Freak Nick was started by a nigga from Detroit? I'm not surprised. And it started in the backyard. He wasn't going to school in Atlanta, but was from Detroit. He was like, nigga, we need to have some bitches over here. But like shaking ass, the, 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 the whole drug dealing culture and the strip club culture, it was BMF. It was day money. Making not, it
2: rain, making it rain was like a BMF. Thing. I'm
1: not saying that drug dealers and strip clubs didn't exist before then, but that culture not to that level. It started from a Detroit nigga. Detroit I'm, niggas run the world. I'm not surprised that we like Atlanta so much because it's a portion of our culture too. And all of our family came from down south. All that shit, but like a lot of that shit is from us.
2: Look, my parents, my parents met in college in Atlanta, came back, started their family in Detroit. They would, they would go back down. My my pops went to Morehouse. My mom went to Clark. They would go back down and visit. I seen
1: Ish talking about the buffs. Detroit ain't start buffs and all the other shit. Nigga, you disrespectful bitch. <laughs> It may not mean nothing to you, but it means something to us because this is a part of the culture, Cartier's in general. And uh, that's why Cartier is doing videos with Detroit influencers and handing out custom pairs of buffs to Detroit people who have, have helped the, the the structure because they even know. Everybody knows. They, re- they realize the impact of Detroit and Buffs. It is what it is. Remember remember a few We're years not ago. Than, like, it's so cr- I saw a video of some kids in Atlanta talking about Data 1 started riding charters and challengers. Like, my nigga, no, you, you don't know they make them here? No, you didn't. And everybody who works at Chrysler here has them first. <laughs> like, what are you talking about?
2: Y'all might steal them differently. But, <laughs> like, no.
1: I seen niggas in Minnesota talking about they started wearing buffs and they got the chalice and the chalice. My nigga. We'll come out there
2: and snatch all them buffs off you niggas' faces. Every last one of them.
1: I don't want it. You feel me? I'm not a thief. You feel me? You just know that who your daddy is. But, <laughs> but like...
2: I was watching that shit. Remember, remember the Titans. Who was your daddy?
1: <laughs> I mean... Like man, we make the literal cars. that come here first. Do you
2: remember a few years ago when Cash Doll and Big Sean did that song together? And there was that viral video of her gifting him with a pair of buffs. If you're from Detroit, you understand how much. Like nigga, that was a loving and touching
1: moment. How long we been, How long has have people in the it generally known about Big Sean? 2010. Yeah, about he been out about about ten years. You've never seen Big Sean on TV without some buffs on.
2: He always represent for the career. Think
1: about that. You've never seen Royster 59 on television without some buffs on. He represents. Or some Ye's on. Yeah. Or some woods. Some form of Cartier glasses. Because yeah. it was the woods first. Yeah. And guess and they were talking about niggas ice in the woods, right? Blade ice Ice woods. in the buffs and shit like that. My nigga Blade Icewood was the first nigga to throw some ice, ice in some you woods. Ice the woods.
2: Hence you know, his name.
1: You know how long it took me to realize that was the reason that they called him Blade Icewood? They're ridiculous a long time. Okay. Cuz I, I just remember, thought
2: that was a cool name. I just remember seeing a video and he doing the doing the and I remember seeing the bridge of the glasses with diamonds on it. I remember my homeboy used to work at Northland Mall and that jewelry store that used to be across from Sibley's was the first MJ pla- Diamonds.
1: No, not siblings. That's a, that was across from Champs.
2: Okay. Well, it was the first time I'd ever seen it in person. I remember they had a pair in the display case with diamonds across the bridge of the nose. Because a nigga from, from Seven Mile. I was like, that's that was the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. That was
1: That had to be... Nigga, I was, still in high sh- yeah, I was still in high school. 97, 98. I was still in high school for sure. When Jay-Z in 98 was talking about ain't no Cartieres and switching frames, yeah. he wasn't rocking woods. Nah. He didn't have diamonds in them bitches. If the first time you heard him in New York City was Jay-Z in 97 on in my lifetime or whatever, my nigga, we had woods with diamonds in them already. I remember my nigga going to prom
2: in 95, my older homie. Ellis went to prom in 95, and he had on a pair of woods going to prom. In 95, I was graduating eighth grade.
1: I had my woods on earlier today. Uh, I got to switch the lenses, though, because them the brown tent be fucking with me. I yeah. got to uh, get the lenses switched. Them off, them ones I got, them bitches I, the original box, them bitches from 1998, my nigga. Ain't no new woods out here. The new woods got the wood at the top, too. Right. Yeah. And they don't even make them bitches no more. Them is new older ones. Like I just seen a video on Instagram talking about some company, something like, yo, these ain't Cardi's. These is black owned. This is such and such, and such and such. I don't want them. Shout out for you being black owned. <laughs> yeah, I don't Shout want out them. to you. But don't tell me these ain't Cardi's when you made them to look exactly like. Exactly like 'em. Like I don't
2: want them. They sell you sell them at a boutique that sell plus size women's
1: clothes. I don't want them. Y'all know I fuck with Jordan Ones. I like dunks. I don't want none of y'all shoes that look like a Jordan one with a fucking uh, a lightning bolt on it or a fucking heart. Or I don't want that. I ain't never want no Babes. I don't want no fake ass Air uh, Air Force ones. I don't want that shit. I don't want no Balenciagas that look like Jordan ones. I just want a pair of Jordan
2: ones. My son got some Babes, and I remember moving them into the dorm, and I saw them in the box, and like I opened up them bitches, and I laughed. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, why? Just buy some Jordans. Like, why? 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 Why would you do this? Why would you waste your money on this? Just buy some Jordans. I don't want them weak ass shoes. They weak. He won't even wear them around me. Like, why would? Why would you? Why would you waste your money
1: on this, son? I didn't want no fucking S dots. How come S dots didn't get knock off? Complete knockoff off Gucci's? Gucci's. That's the exact same shoe. With why did why did. We not talk about that shit. Where that one nigga that be like, don't forget. I remember when y'all was wearing such such, and such and such.
2: I like that nigga. Because like we, because Jay-Z wore, that was around the time a lot of rappers were endorsing shoes. Master P had his gym shoes. Jay had the S-Dot. 50 had them G units. Birdman had lugs. All them
1: was Reeboks and them weak ass lugs. Hurricane Chris had some feelers. I think it was Universal who had to deal with these joints because they're like, yo, basketball players ain't selling shoes, but we can sell rapper's skit shoes. But nah, and them S-Dots came with that mixtape.
2: I would never know. I, I didn't. I didn't have a pair of S-Dots. I just wasn't. I was. The shoe looked too chunky. Is that a good way? Like, it just looked too. You know what? I did have. I did have a pair of rapper shoes. Let me let me pull that back. When Dame Dash bought Pro Kids, I had two pair of Pro Kids.
1: But they was Pro Kids. There wasn't, a, there wasn't a shoe that looked like some pro kids. No, pro they, kids is an established brand. They were, I bought the brand. They were pro kids. That's though. different. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't pro kids made to look like Gucci's. <laughs> it was pro kids. And all damn dad shit looks sweet. Like his CEO brand, everything he got, that Dusko Poppettin, that shit fire. Way too expensive. For yeah, it is. <laughs> My nigga, I am not paying $700 for this sweater. Like, like, nigga, I want,
2: I wanted some CEO hoop shorts But I'm not paying $200 for hoop shorts
1: Nigga all that They they gym shorts Like all that shit It legitimately looks sweet
2: It's clean And it's a clean, clean type
1: of Clean look My nigga I, Nigga the, the, the Dusko Popperton, uh, The coat with the fur That bitch was like $1,800 I'm like my nigga I don't got it <laughs> Okay I don't have it I'm sorry <laughs> It's fresh as fuck
2: You know, I think Jay Will said this shit. Detroit is the only place where a nigga buy a $1,000 coat and still complain that it's cold as fuck outside. Oh, man. That fucking
1: Jay Will clip. I want that shit to stop. I want it to stop. (laughs) I want it to stop.
2: I love Jay Will for what he did for us. The look is amazing. I've seen celebrities like this shit. And I appreciate this nigga. But, dog, every time my phone says, like, an Instagram alert, I'm scared to open it. Because, like, and if I go a day without checking my Instagram alerts, it's like 200.
1: Yo, I wanted to. That shit is at 450,000 right now. It's been shared 27,000 times in people DMs and stories, and there's 900 it's, comments. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. What's so crazy is the two girls that everybody responds to. to like I know these people. <laughs> <laughs> like these aren't random people. Like the two people. they from here. <laughs> okay. They're friends of
2: yours.
1: <laughs> they from here. When them like listen to the show, Don't like yo, stop. The
2: comments are not stopping. I looked at that shit today. I was like, when does it taper off? Because it's been like a
1: month. It's been a while. And so between that And a, a clip I Remember I was talking With uh, um, Pharaoh About the Tucker Carlson yeah. clip That shit picked up That bitch at 90,000 one all I,
2: day Jay when I did My little bitty nigga thing When I said that And I put it on my TikTok It shit got up to like 7,000 views And I thought that was a lot Cause my phone was
1: going like This shit going to a million Easy Like it's yeah. legitimately Going to a million It's going viral <laughs> I wanted to stop. So, what do like actual famous people
2: do with their Instagram and Twitter? I, I feel like they Instagram or Twitter just got to be different. Like they only I think when you they get only a, get alerts when they get to like ten thousand every ten thousand. You get
1: a blue check. You get like a different. So, like for an example, I got I, I, I'm verified on Twitter. <laughs> right. it looked different. There's a you know how you go at mentions or whatever. Yeah, they got verified. So like you can only, you can actually see replies of other important people. Okay. Uh, so I, that maybe that got to be like that on it. Got to be a different Instagram. It does. Or you have to turn all that shit off, which makes me think I'm never leaving a comment on anything because no one's ever gonna see that shit. This uh, no- they might. You're you, you going to hit more, 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 more. They're going to put the top ones up there to get the most traction. That J.
2: Will shit is just going ridiculous. I it's going know. ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not stopping. Yeah. So, uh. Shout out to J. Will, though. I appreciate you, my dog. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you.
1: Uh. All right. Listen, dog. I got a whose man is this. All right. Now, I appreciate y'all. All nine of you who tagged and sent me this. Um. But I seem Supreme is the only person who sent me this and it actually showed a name and a face. Okay. Um, these lasership niggas is getting they just do, man. <laughs> <laughs> these lasership niggas is getting they just do. A good nine to 10 people tagged me in the fact that a manager from lasership pled guilty for stealing fucking shoes, man. Now, I'm not letting this nigga off the hook. Let me say this nigga's name. You look at look at him. Look at this nigga. I sent
2: that shit to you. As soon as I saw it was
1: laser so shit. So many people sent me this shit and tagged me on Twitter or Instagram. I didn't ever respond. I responded to a scene because, like, yo, nigga, you the first person. Jarvis Foster. How old is Jarvis? Has agreed to plead guilty to a lesser crime of misdemeanor larceny. The former manager will have to pay restitution, but it's not clear yet how much and who he will get the money. Give my fucking money, nigga. Two pair of J's y'all got for Jarvis me. Jarvis got your shoes. I beat Jarvis' fat ass. Rip them fucking dreads. Any nigga to try to fight me with dreads, I'm dragging you like a bitch. Like how the girls fight, I'm dragging you like that. You know, you, you know, cannot... If somebody... Pause, pause, pause. If somebody can control their head, the fight is over, my nigga. You now, know. I'm not saying that just because you got dreads, that means I'm going to win a fight with you. Because... But I'm gonna <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I'm using it to my advantage. So, you know, I often hear, like, nigga, there
2: ain't no fair fight. Nigga, if we knuckle up, nigga, all, might... all bets are off. There's no fairness. Fair? I might stab or shoot you, <laughs> nigga. How fair is that? <laughs> There's no fairness in the fight. <laughs> what
1: the fuck Once you, you decide,
2: about? Once you decide that we going to dance, the fairness goes out the fucking window. We I, fighting. I'll be honest. I avoid conflict. I do for the most part because I... Look, I I don't have my paperwork in order. I just carry my gun because I carry the shit.
1: I avoid I avoid conflict. And know. if I gotta shoot, fuck it. But uh, I avoid. So I be like, Yay, my nigga, I backed up. You feel me? I backed up twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called police. I said, hey, leave me alone. I'm in fear for my life. <laughs> yeah. that's low key. Remember that <laughs> when them niggas was fighting on the strip
2: and. Remember when that nigga got got shot on the Las Vegas Strip? He backed up twice, and he told my man, "Ayo, back up!" And the nigga still kept advancing. He had the gun in his book bag. He shot the nigga on the Strip. Kendrick voice, do 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 do,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like my nigga, get the fuck off! I'm trying to say you. I mean, what, what or, you want me or,
2: or there was another video. It was like, put the gun down, man. I'm like, why would I put my gun down? Yo, put the gun down so I can have an advantage. Why would I put my gun down? How about, put, how about I put you down? One, something's getting put down And it's not the gun Two to the body One to the leg Why? That I mean I'm just One to the head <laughs> Two to the body One
1: to
2: the head Not the leg I, I, This may sound like Kind of sadistic But like if I shoot a nigga I definitely want you to suffer A little bit
1: The type of bullets I got You gonna suffer
2: But I like to watch it Till the police get there
1: I mean I'd I be perfect I mean we, we I'm Laughing and, and you know Tongue and cheek and all this shit I don't Want to have to do that to nobody? I would rather me just make it home at night. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, y'all leave my house alone. Zombie apocalypse! Stop. Stop at the, the <laughs> Stop at the at the threshold of the driveway. You feel me? But uh I might have less compassion than the average
2: man when it comes to certain shit. You know, one thing I think about your house now: like if you pull that car up in the in the driveway, nobody knows you're at home. No one ever knows when I'm home. It's always in the garage. It's all strategic.
1: One hundred percent of the Every time. house
2: that you live at has something going on with that like driveway action. When you lived in that one house that was up
1: the street from me with that wrought iron drive with that wrought iron gate you had <laughs> you, in the driveway. If you back there, my nigga, there's no way for you to get out. Like if you if you somehow climb that fence, it's taking I can reload while you trying to get over <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> that
2: that setup of that house is really trippy. But that gate, you that's that's like a thing for you. If gates. you if
1: you run out, if somehow you in the house and you run out the back door, nigga, you was trapped in this bitch. As you should be. You know what I'm saying? You you trapped in here. <laughs>
2: yeah, you should be. It's always a- you'd have to get out the car, unlock the gate, pull in, then lock the gate. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Yeah, gates is a thing with you in houses.
1: Yeah, you gotta be. Secure. And it's like a selling point. I mean, you everybody when they purchase something, like you know, I gotta. Everybody got their thing. Yeah, like all right, how secure? Ever since that um, that homeless nigga was stealing your Wi-Fi. No, that the issue when the when the DEA come to my crib. Yeah, I felt so vulnerable because my apartment had the had the doors it had that blind in. spot. So I'm like, nah, never. And then the next apartment I, I moved into, when you come to the door, you had to walk up them steps because when you going shooting yeah. down, like you at the that's the advantage. Yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? And every other place, like, well, if some worst case scenario should happen, I got to have some sort of some type of strategic advantage. I get you. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. That's your thing.
2: Uh, I do got a music pick. Look, man, I'm just going with the hometown team. Shout out to Team Eastside Peasy. Two million up. If you on TikTok or social media, you heard the song, but we're just going to give it some love and some shine here to start the new year, because we bought we fin- me and Jay finna be two mil up before the end of the year. Man, this should be on the radio every time I get in the car and shit too. And I love it. And I love the sample.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what side to we
0: die If we locked in. Ain't no switching up. Caughty came home. Um, not the picking up. Nigga, kill my man's. I'm riding with a picture up. Shoot back to the crib with the picture switching up. Stolen the track hard. Got a 10 up Caught him outside. I ain't in a one. Ain't no falling off. I done put too many in Nigga, ain't no falling off. I done put too many in Catch his ass at the light. Like Tupac pockets. hit ain't work. Ain't no lightin' Got the deaf nigga. You ain't big enough. Know them young can name bangers when they in their rental track.
1: enough and i love that sample man i love the, the tupac hit him up um reference because on a beat that's technically
2: like hit him up so many people have touched this sample and i can't really think of like
1: a bad song over the sample yeah it's like do for love yeah it's, it's kind of hard to fuck up this movie is this, this uh this beat up
2: it is yeah and i can't think of nobody as fuck. like i think of way of life hit him up the Junior Mafia Get Money Remix, yeah. like all of them shits was all of them shits was good songs.
1: Yeah, man,
0: here we go. i put two up. Nigga, I'm up. I
2: uh, I like that reference. Called him slipping. Now he in a blunt.
0: Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> Nigga ashes. Yo, Gucci man started that shit at the at the verses. <laughs> smoking on <laughs> the. <laughs> He's smoking on that Something pack uh-huh. tonight. He was smoking on. Yo, he said the most disrespectful shit, and then they got friends in the middle of the verses. D J and um. Uh, all I'm saying is
2: like, you know, you recognize your there. There's a certain level of crazy that's in all of us. And sometimes, like, you be in a room and you recognize your tribe. Gucci is a different type of crazy. And I'm just glad that, like, motherfuckers, for the
1: most part, leave that nigga alone. Everybody not playing. <laughs> not at all. You feel me? And you can't play with everybody. Like, the, the laughing, joking that you get over, like, nigga, we not familiar. Yeah. He seemed like the nigga that you would crack a joke on he not smile. Because I don't know you like that. You ever see the interview he did with Charlamagne?
2: Yeah. When
1: they got, like... As, a lot as, of that shit was the as, interview
2: was very serious
1: and not the one on the breakfast club no no i'm talking
2: about that one-on-one interview
1: yeah. where charlamagne
2: tried to like soften up some of that shit nah this is how i feel i'm cha- i changed but that's who i am nigga. <laughs> i'm not crazy i'm not wilding out but nigga i'm the same me you recognize your level of crazy and other niggas and like i can see that shit all through gucci that's all I'm saying I, I can Like you said Some niggas You just leave alone Gotta leave them alone man You don't laugh and joke with, Cause like Your joke is funny haha, But like When I start joking Your feelings Gonna be hurt And that's it that's It's fact. your man Dame Three underscores Three one three On Instagram TikTok And the Twitter Hey yo man We got a guest Lined up for next week Yo next three weeks Is fine That I'm really hoping Like First month of the First
1: month of the year we coming out swinging
2: yeah i really hope that you know we've been back and forth with this guest for a minute i really hope that he still come through i'm really excited to talk to him i'm not gonna leak no names we're just gonna wait for the episode but i'm really looking forward to it look man we finna be two million up this year i got some amazing opportunities on the table already five years since the beginning of the year uh, i got an opportunity to ghostwrite for upcoming female artists in the city uh i'm definitely getting off on this acting this brand endorsement. Everything I said I was gonna do, I'm finna do this year. So just watch out. You don't get sick of that.
1: Um, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to us. 350 episodes in a row. Big I was, numbers. I was, uh, somebody came and did a, uh, a walk through of the studio today. Was talking to her, the clinical psychologist, who's gonna do a, a podcast out here. But we sat here talking for a while. Um, I think I'm a burger on the pie Okay Really da- black woman Really down to earth Really smart She got a whole bunch of letters After her name Okay But uh, we try to figure something out for her uh, We got some mindfulness shit coming up We got some Yoga Some artists Coming through We got people changing the culture Changing the face of the Face of the city Matter of fact The face of the country Yeah uh, We got a lot of shit in store man And it's just It's it's a blessing for us to be able to come in here 350 weeks in a row It's only 365 days in a year And we've managed to do a whole year of those Bit Like we, at, at show 365 We can literally You can literally listen to one of these podcasts Every, every day, single day for an entire fucking year And get brand new content each time We're gonna do a live show for 365 Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. We're gonna have to do a live show. That's 16 weeks from now. That's what. Two, four, four months. Yeah, we, four we
2: got it. Yeah. Months. That's the spring. That's that's My around your birthday.
1: That'd yeah. be perfect.
2: Yeah, it will be. That'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. You remember your first birthday party that we had?
1: Classic. Epic. Classic. Classic. Epic. That came up at Christmas. Uh, on uh Christmas. Was that Christmas? No, that was Thanksgiving. That she came up. We were so drunk that night. <laughs> My, somebody said they thought i did some coke in the bathroom because i came out too <laughs> you ever seen the movie uh with denzel yeah uh flight yeah they said he came, he came out a new man after he did that was coke. was so down and then i came out it was like uh, he thought i did some coke i'm like nigga what i drank water in a red bull so <laughs> much shit happened that
2: night so much shit happened that yeah. night
1: hey yeah, man that's all i can say <laughs> yeah hey man when you see the blue and the black you know where you at shop talk podcast studio Book some time. I be seeing y'all niggas with the blue and the black and uh that Man, Shop shit Talk. it shit don't hit the same. It don't hit the same. Maybe you ain't though, but once you find out you'll never forget. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio, Book Some Time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are J. James. Hell yeah. Peace.